0: It's the dictionary. Dictionary. It's the dictionary. Dictionary. It's the dictionary. It's the dictionary. Dictionary. Hello, word nerds. Welcome to another episode of the dictionary, hosted by me, Spencer. Um, this we are we are picking up where we left off from the previous episode, which I guess is what we do every single time. But uh, sometimes more than others because uh, we had some deuter words at the end of the last episode, and we are we got more deuter words. It's the it's the deuter word episode, but we do have some other non deuter words at the end. The first of these deuter words is deuteranope, deuteranope, D E U T E R A N. OPE deuteranope, noun from 1902 an individual affected with deuteranopia and i think that was the example that we had in the deuter prefix in the previous episode so what is deuteranopia well first i have to make a sound effect and which is going to be deep. that was oddly similar to the to the word that we just had so, deuteranopia is a noun from circa 1901. Oh, and this is uh, related to deuteranomalus, I think, which we had at the end of the last episode. Deuteranopia, color blindness, marked by usually complete loss of ability to distinguish colors. Complete loss of all colors? So, is this... Wait a minute. You literally cannot distinguish between any of the colors. I mean, is that like a gray vision or something different? You still see... What What color do you see? What do they look like? Which... Is it... Is it red, red orange, yellow, blue, green, indigo, violet? Something different. That's so fascinating. Deuteranopic. Or deuteranopic. That is an adjective. And the etymology says, um, well, so it says it's from the blindness to green regarded as the secondary primary color. Ah, that's that's why we're using the deuter prefix, because green is considered the second primary color. But the primary colors are red, blue, and yellow, and the green would be a secondary color, not a second primary color. But that means that there's also purple and orange which are also secondary colors, right? Do I have this wrong? Um so that's interesting. It's a it's the second primary color. But what aren't there other oh, why how how did they what who decided that green was the second primary color? And what context are we talking about? Um interesting. Green I don't know why red and green are the ones that people have problems with, with color blindness. There's something about green that the eyes are like, I don't don't care about green. So uh, a person who has this deuteranopia would be a deuteranope. I wonder if they even know that. Do they go around saying, hi, I'm Spencer, I'm a deuteranope. I wish that people would do that. I don't know if I've ever met anybody who's a deuteranope the next word do it is deuterate deuterate this is a transitive verb from 1947 to introduce deuterium into and what is it going into maybe a compound just any compound to introduce deuterium into is to deuterate and deuteration is a noun do you know what deuterium is? If not, I will tell you. If you do, just uh, skip ahead 10 seconds or 15 seconds or so. Do you? Deuterium is a noun from 1933. It is an isotope of hydrogen that has one proton and one neutron in the nucleus and that has twice the mass of ordinary hydrogen. This symbol is just the capital letter D. It is called also heavy hydrogen. Um, how is it twice the mass? How is it twice as heavy as hydrogen? It still only has one proton and one neutron. I don't understand how these things work. these isotopes. I need to I need to go back to school and study chemistry and probably English and maybe history. And math, you know what? Let's just do the whole thing all over again. Uh, yeah, this is from the Greek "deuteros," which means second, but it doesn't explain why deuterium would be considered the second. Second of what? Second? I mean, it's is it the second hydrogen? It still has one proton and one neutron, so it's not uh, it's not being clear. Maybe we'll put a link in the show notes so we can all learn more. And be educated human beings. The next word, dupe, deuterium oxide, two words, noun from 1934. Uh, I believe hydrogen oxide would be considered water. Is that possible? Because this one, the synonym, is the number one definition for heavy water. So I guess. You know, if you take two hydrogen molecules and add in an oxygen, or two hydrogens and an oxygen, you get a water molecule. So I guess if you add an oxygen to two deuterium uh, uh, particles, things, you make a, a heavy a water molecule, a heavy water molecule. And how is it heavy? Why is it heavy? I don't know. It's something because it's got twice the mass of ordinary hydrogen. And what... How? I just don't understand these things. What is heavy water? Where's heavy water? Who makes heavy water? How do you get heavy water? We'll put a link in the show notes for that too. This is fascinating. It's the secondary water to regular water. Can you drink this water? What is deuterium? Is it bad for you? Do you need to stay away from it? Is it radioactive? Deuuuup! The next word is deuterocanonical deutero canonical all one word adjective from 1684 of relating to or constituting the books of scripture containing uh, contained in the sep- septuagint but not in the hebrew canon so they are in the bible but they're in this thing called the septuagint but they are not In the Hebrew version, I guess, the deuterocanonical, or just those are things that are relating to the books of scripture that are in the Septuagint, but not in the Hebrew canon. And I think we're going to get more into that world momentarily. Um, Yeah, the etymology, not too much. The next word is deuteron. Deuter with an O-N, deuteron. Noun from 1933. Yep, this is the same time period that deuterium was created or found because it is a deuterium nucleus. So I guess the nucleus, which is the proton and the neutron, that whole thing is called a deuteron. Can that exist on its own without electrons or other things around it? I mean, I know that electrons, it's not, the pictures that are textbooks showed us are not exactly what is there physically uh it's more of a weird mass cloudy thing i heard but uh yeah so the nucleus of the deuterium is the deuteron the next word is deuteronomic deuteronomic with a capital d adjective from 1857 of or relating to the book of deuteronomy its style, or its contents. So I would assume that the book of Deuteronomy is also related to this deuterocanonical. Anything that's, due to, that's part of the Deuteronomy book is deuterocanonical, but that could be wrong because I feel like deuteronomic, the word that we just had, uh, would be related to Deuteronomy. I don't know. I don't understand all of this stuff. Uh, b- b- so I have some somewhere around here, we're going to get to the word second. I feel it in my bones, because cause why else would it be using the deuter prefix, or deutero? D- the next word, deuteronomist. Deuteronomist, with a capital D, noun from 1862. Any of the writers or editors of a deuteronomic deuteronomic body of source material often distinguished in the earlier books of the old testament and deuteronomistic is an adjective so are we literally talking about the people who wrote the book of deuteronomy all those many many years ago i think it was like five years ago so those people wrote and they or they edited it and they are the deuteronomists But, or is this something new? Any of the writers or editors of a Deuteronomic body of source material often distinguished in the earlier books of the Old Testament. Why am I not understanding what any of this means? So, Deuteronomic is relating to the book of Deuteronomy. So, does that mean that people write new pieces of literature talking about the book of Deuteronomy, which I think is in the Bible, uh, and then... Those people who wrote those are Deuteronomists. I guess that must be what it is. Yeah, that's got to be it. You know, I guess there's a lot to say the the about about the Book of Deuteronomy. I just want to write a book about it so I can say and write Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy. Oh, deup. The next word is Deuteronomy, with a capital D. Noun from. Well, it doesn't give a year because we just don't know. It is, oh, come on, guys, the fifth book, not the second book, the fifth book of canonical Jewish and Christian scripture containing narrative and Mosaic laws. Are those laws related to Moses or are they laws related to things that you put on your wall or floor that have lots of tiny little colored pieces of tile that make up something new it says see the bible table so I wonder if well let's look at the etymology before we start making things up um well we know it's from the Greek deuter and also nomos which means law there's more at the word nimble so there's there's yeah mosaic laws there's laws that it talks about, Um, but it doesn't say anything about how it's related to the word second or secondary. I would have thought that maybe it was the second book of canonical Jewish and Christian scripture, but no, it's the fifth book. Maybe in a different version, it was the second book, and then they put in some other books, and it got pushed back to fifth place. Hmm. Yeah, we'll put a link in the show notes if you want to learn more. I've never read the Bible, don't know anything about it. The next word. I think this is the last deuter word. Deuterostome. D-E-U-T-E-R-O-S-T-O-M-E. Deuterostome. Noun from 1950. Any of a major division of the animal kingdom that includes the bilaterally symmetrical animals with inter interdeterminate cleavage and a mouth that does not arise from the blastus blastopore, so okay, well, let's look at the etymology because it's a little helpful um let's see from the Greek deuter, also the Greek stoma, which means mouth, so this is something about the mouth, um and there's more at the word stomach, so yes. The definition did say that the mouth does not arise from the blastopore, but I don't remember what the blastopore is. Do you know what the blastopore is? No. No. But it's this is a major division in the animal kingdom. So examples of these bilaterally symmetrical animals are the chordates, and I don't remember what those are. Am I supposed to have this knowledge in my head, does the average person know chordates blastopore deuterostome, um an interdeterminate cleavage what even is that talking about cleavage of what what has been cleaved does that mean because they're the symmetric i I don't understand this. We'll put a link in the show notes so you can figure out which animals what which 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 animals are deuterostomes their chordates whatever that is. And uh, the mouth does not arise from the blastopore. Okay, it arises from something else. The next word. D-U-P. Deutschmark. Deutschmark, or you can add a syllable, Deutschmark. Two words, D-E-U-T-S-C-H-E. And then the second word is just mark, with a C. Uh, I guess some people also... It put it all into one word because it's German and they have very long words. Noun from 1948, the basic monetary unit of West Germany from 1948 to 1990, and of reunited Germany from 1990 to 2001. So, 1948 was shortly after World War II, so I don't know what they were using before that during world war ii and previously but uh, at that point they said you know what maybe here in west germany now that we're split we need our own money what it's going to be what is it going to be um we're going to call it the german mark but in german it's Deutschmark, because deutsch is german in german uh not exactly sure what mark means in that context just a thing that you use to pay things with. So when we get to the M's, we'll learn about that. But uh, so they used it in West Germany specifically until 1990. I don't know what they used in East Germany, but um, but in 1990, that is when the Berlin Wall fell. Well, it didn't just fall over. It's not like it just toppled over by itself. Uh, some people took it down. They said, "We don't want this anymore. Let's reunite. Go bye bye wall." So then they had to decide which money are we gonna use for all of Germany, and they decided on the Deutschmark. Not sure why, that that's why they did that, but that's, that's, that's what happened. So they used it until 2001, and I think at that point that's when the European Union went to the Euro, and, uh, and then they, most of them went to the Euro. So, maybe i am curious though what was uh, what was used before 1948 and also what was east germany using uh so yeah we'll put some links in the show notes so this is going to be a very link heavy episode i think the next word d y o o it is dutzia yeah or dutzia d e u t z i a dutzia noun from 1837 oh and also I forgot to say maybe deuterostome uh, I will put that uh, maybe I'll post those in the social media so you can see examples of deuterostomes like Deutzia this is no not like at all this is completely different any of a genus of the sacrophage family of ornamental shrubs with usually white or pink flowers and the genus is also Deutzia So maybe we'll post a picture of these two if we feel like it. Dutzia. This is from... Somebody got to name these. uh, Jean Dutz. I don't know if it's Jean or Jean or Jan. The last name is D-E-U-T-Z. They died possibly in 1784... There is a question mark after it, so I guess we don't really know when they died, but it was around 1784. They were, that must be Dutch, it says D-U, they must have been a Dutch patron of botanical research. So they love the botanical things, and maybe they were like, this one's new, I'm gonna name it. That was the last D-E-U word, here we go into the D-E-V section, Deep D E V, dev. Abbreviation for deviation. Abbreviation for deviation. The next word. Deop Devaluate. Devaluate verb from 1898. The synonym is just devalue, which will be the first word in the next episode. But before that one, we have very last one more word for this episode, which is deeeep devaluation. D-E-V-A-L-U-A-T-I-O-N. Devaluation, noun from 1914, 1. An official reduction in the exchange value of a currency by a lowering of its gold equivalency or its value relative to another currency. It's valued at a thing, it has a current value or worth, and then related to another thing. If its uh, things are changing, maybe the economies are in different countries are changing, then maybe the Deutschmark it gets devalued. It has a devaluation, and it's not valued as much as another type of currency. Two, a lessening, especially of status or stature. And the synonym is decline. So that's not specifically talking about money that's just just whatever anything that has a value can go through a devaluation if it's not worth so much anymore i hope uh this podcast never has a devaluation and it's always an evaluation it the value just goes up and up and up uh the whole time that it's around um okay there's no etymology because it's it's a value and the value goes down which is where the d comes in so, we now need to pick a word of the episode, and to do that, we must re-read the words to you and remind our, all of ourselves what the words were. Do you remember what they were? I don't. Let's read. Deuteranope. Deuteranopia. Deuterate. Uh, that's the deuterium. Introduce deuterium into. That's that one. Then there's Deuterium. Deuterium oxide, deuterocanonical, deuteron, deuteronomic, deuteronomic, that's how you say that one, deuteronomist, deuteronomy, deuterostome, deutschmark, deutsia, dev, devaluate, and devaluation. Uh, well, I'm not particularly interested in the Bible things, so I'm not going to pick Deuteronomy, Deuteronomist, Deuteronomic deuterocanonical. Um, the deuterium stuff I think is interesting, but probably not something that I'm going to pick. So there goes deuterium, deuteron, deuterium oxide. Uh, you know, the Deutschmark is a piece of money. That's interesting, but probably not going to pick that. Not going to pick the devalue words. I don't need to say all this stuff. Um, you know, the plants and the animals are fine, but I don't think I'm going to pick them. So there goes Dutzia and deuterostome. And I think that pretty much leaves us with um, the color blindness. Uh, so yeah, let's pick deuteranopia as the word of the episode. Because I think it is just fascinating that our bodies do this. Um, you know, maybe it's like a gene mutation and it affects the eyes, the rods and the cones. Uh, I think it's the cones that affect the color. And, uh, and the cones, they're like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna distinguish any colors. That's what I find fascinating about this one. If you've got deuteranopia, you are a deuteranope, and you can't distinguish between any of the colors. That's a. That's just a. I, I give it a six, maybe a six. All right, that is going to be the end of this episode. Thank you very much for listening to this show. Uh, let's see, just real quick, I'll mention some things, Uh, Dairy Girls, if you've never watched Dairy Girls, it's a very funny show, but it also gets very serious, Uh, I think it takes place in Northern Ireland in the late 90s, and uh, goes through, you know, there was a lot of stuff going on up there, so from a historical standpoint, you might learn some stuff, but it's also very funny, and uh, yeah, I I highly recommend that show, uh oh yeah Big Mouth just started I just started um the 6th season who that show that's uh it's it's something it's clever and funny and very dirty if you're into that sort of thing that's going to be the end of this episode thank you very much for listening and until next time this is Spencer dispensing information goodbye